Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Murder Homes is a production of iHeartRadio. Rachel James is co-author of the best-selling book, The Man from the Train, which has garnered plenty of attention by claiming to solve the Velisca Axe murders, one of Iowa's most notorious crimes. Rachel, together with author Bill James, her father, said they now have the identity of the person who murdered eight people in the quaint home at 508 East 2nd Street. They say his name is Paul Mueller. In this bonus content for True Crime Plus subscribers, I talked to Rachel about her book and what she discovered through her research. We also touched on the potential link between Velisca and another famous murder home in Germany, Hinterkaifeck, which we'll be covering in season two of Murder Homes. So Rachel, can you tell me a little bit about how the man on the train all got started? Sure, yeah, absolutely. My dad is a baseball writer who at the time was working for the Red Sox. So he had a lot of other demands on his time. And the man from the train was kind of like a side hobby that he got into. He saw a documentary about it on the treadmill one night and became interested in it, found another crime. He thought it was related to it, but he didn't really have the time to go and dig through newspaper after newspaper after newspaper. So he hired me to start looking into it. I'm also very much a researcher. And it was kind of presented as a lark. Neither of us really expected that I would find that much. It was more like doing our due diligence. So he could say, okay, this crime is connected. We haven't found any other crimes. So we don't know if this is a huge case or not. But pretty much as soon as I started understanding the case, looking into it, as soon as I started understanding Valeska and um, the first crime that we talk about in the book uh, in Hurley, Virginia, which dad found before I came on the case. As soon as I came to understand those and kind of the commonalities we were looking for, I started to immediately find a lot of cases. I had just moved back from Virginia where I was living to Kansas, which is where I grew up, where my dad lives. As soon as I got there, I started finding case after case after case after case. So we knew we were on to something big. Thanks, Rachel. So the book starts with a man named Howard Little. Can can you talk about that a tiny bit before we get into the Paul Mueller moment? 
So the book book begins with a man chase for a man who we ultimately believe was not responsible, Howard Little. Mm-hmm. And there's really a lot of this in this book. It is about looking at people who were wrongly accused, lynched in some cases, because this man slipped in committed these horrible crimes and then slipped out without basically anybody noticing he had ever been there except for his crimes. And so when that happens, they didn't really have a framework for a random serial killer that would come and strike and leave in the middle of the night. Now, you know, if something weird happens, that's something that somebody will immediately suggest. So this is one of those cases where Howard Little was accused because he was big and kind of weird and he was in the vicinity at the time. But only a few weeks after that, there was another crime that I found in Beckley, West Virginia on the night of Halloween 1909. This is about six weeks after the first crime. And um, it was a family that was living in a black neighborhood who were hacked to death and then their house was set on fire, mm-hmm. which was part of his, his pattern at this point. If it's okay just to circle back to your finding, Mueller, because I think you were in the, a Worcester paper, right? If you take me two steps back before finding Mueller's name, like how you found his name. Okay, so I found him on the night of January 17th, 2013. Okay. The day before that, I'd asked Dad an email, I know you told me this in person, but what exactly should I be looking for in terms of his first murder? And he said, well, I don't exactly know. We have to work it back until we have a time frame where there doesn't appear to be a crime that is a part of the series, a period of two years or more. Then at the end of that, there's a crime that just isn't exactly right. It's what the man from the train wanted to do, but he didn't pull it off somehow. Mm -hmm. And so what I was mainly looking for was any really horrible, unsolved crime having to do with a train particularly brutal, and I guess I was looking for an accent. Here's my email. I'll just go ahead and read you the email that I sent to my dad. Dad, there is a chance, a minuscule chance, that I found not only the beginning of the sequence, but the name of the man from the train. I freaked out when I read the following in any case. The Worcester police worked for over a year in connection with the state police to cause the arrest of Paul Mueller for the murder of the Newton family in West Brookfield. Mueller murdered Francis D. Newton, wife and daughter Elsie, with an axe on the night of January 9th, 1897, was seen walking in the direction of the Boston and Albany Railroad, where he took a train leaving at one o'clock in the morning. Not a trace of him has been found since. And so I find this and I'm like, oh, my God, did I actually figure this out? What happened here? Is this is this for real? Because I'm not a huge true crime head. I'm not someone who always dreamed of solving a murder like some Mm -hmm. people. And yet here I was in this situation. And I kept trying and trying to call my dad, except that he was in Boston doing baseball stuff. So I could not get him on the phone. So I just sent him like a huge series of emails and he didn't get back to me until like three in the morning. I had found that he was never arrested and several men were thought to be him. They followed the case. The police followed the case pretty diligently for several years after that. There are reports of him being possibly identified on a number of occasions leading up to 1904. But after that, it was completely forgotten pretty much. So, yeah, Mueller was a woodchopper and a farmhand who lived in the house. And he tried and came very close, but ultimately failed to set it on fire. 
Now, fire was not a part of the later and more famous series of crimes. Fire was not a part of Valeska, of Colorado Springs, of Paola, because it attracted too much attention as he moved on and got more focused and started committing a lot more crimes. He tended to go less for isolated farm communities and a lot more for bustling small towns, basically, Mm -hmm. like Valeska Mm -hmm. at the time. So setting a fire would only hurt his cause there. But at first, he really liked to set fires. And in the Newton case, he had basically collected a bunch of firewood together and thrown an oil lamp at it after moving the oil lamp, which was a ritualistic thing he did. But the oil failed to light and just went out after a little bit. So they could tell that he had tried to set it on fire and had failed, which was really important to what my dad had said to me just the day before, is that it would look like the later crimes, but something was wrong about it. And he also was not very quiet when he was inquiring about the 1 a.m. train out of Brookfield. He was Mm -hmm. seen and recognized by the neighbors on the way to the train, but a lot of other things match up. He used an axe and left it behind, used the back end of the axe and then stabbed the abdomen rifled through the pockets, but left a bunch of cash still in there and went to the train right after. So, yeah, it was really an interesting, overwhelming moment. With your suggestion, your belief that, you know, that Mm -hmm. that it's Mueller across many crimes, is it the MO, in other words, like the covering of the heads or the the, the, the removing of Mm -hmm. the chimney of the lamp? Do you feel it's certain, for instance, that the same person was involved in Villisca because of these details of how he's perpetrating the crimes? I do feel certain, about 80% certainty. But yeah, I do feel that this, he was responsible for Valeska. I feel more sure about it the longer it goes on. I do feel in my heart that he is the one who did this and many of the other crimes. I am not Mm -hmm. as certain about all of the crimes in this book. Mm -hmm. There are over 100 murders in this book. Yes. I am not positive that all of them were him. And actually, Hinterkaifeck is one of the ones that I am a little bit less sure of. Yeah, and I think your father had a good honest quote about yes. saying it's a toss up, you know, which is a saying a, saying a lot with <laughs> saying a lot with Hinter <laughs> Kaifex and it's like yeah. it's a it's such massive speculation still from yeah. many many people about it. You were going to say about Velisca though, you felt you feel more certain about that. Yeah, I'm about 80% sure that I'm right here, which I think is pretty good considering that we're looking at a um, time span of 100 years. You know, I think the M.O. really matches up. I think it's a classic case. It's exactly what I would have been looking for if I were looking for cases like this. Reminds me of a lot of the Cassaways, which is another crime in Houston Heights, San Antonio, Mm -hmm. in which a mixed race family was killed in much the same manner. Or the Schultzes, which is a similar case. Those are really strong connections, especially that late in it. And I think that the Newton case, there's so many similarities, and it's at such a distance. You know, these are 14 years apart. Mm -hmm. And yet there's a lot of things that we see. One of my big tasks after that was trying to go through every family murder that I could find between 1890 and 1920. And it was really stark, the ones that were clearly him. They didn't crop up all the time. There's not like a million cases where someone enters the house, kills everybody with an axe, 
big wood chopping axes. There's weird stuff with lamps and bedclothes and mirrors and locked doors. That's not something that happens a lot. It didn't happen a lot before 1890 when I did a little research into that or after 1920. This is not a common profile. It's one profile and it happens in a kind of predictable geographical pattern and in strong commonalities across all of these. Yeah, I was going to ask with axes, because your your father has a very vociferous reaction to the suspect Lynn Kelly, the Reverend Lynn Kelly. And it's just funny because you can tell how angry it makes him that he's he's brought up as a possible suspect. And he's like, he wouldn't be able to handle the axe. He wouldn't be able to have handled the, the murders. You know, Part of the thing with Paul Mueller is that at this point, by Valeska, he was very well practiced with the axe. At that point, he'd already killed, I think I can confidently say, about 50 people at least. So he really knew how to use an axe, not just in wood chopping, but in killing someone. He knew how to get it done very efficiently so that people would not be roused from their beds and come and see what was going on and potentially ruin the whole thing. Lynn Kelly, I think he could have used a hatchet, but it wasn't a hatchet. It was a wood chopping axe, and he wouldn't have been able to dispatch everyone that quickly. And I think what frustrates Dad about it with Lynn Kelly is that we talk a lot about uh, people being too obsessed with true crime these days. And, you know, I think there's always a case to be made for not getting too prurient or respecting boundaries with this. But people have always been obsessed with true crime, and there are always cases where someone, in some perverse way, wants the glory of having committed it. Rachel, I just uh, I wanted to thank you. I could talk about this for about 10 hours. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is Murder Homes. I'm Matt Marinovich. Stay tuned for more bonus content in upcoming episodes. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. 
Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 